Welcome to the Billions of Atoms podcast. My name is Dino. Billions of Atoms is all about our own personal experience with meaning and purpose in life and what we have done in various stages of our life to find meaning and purpose. This is episode six of the Billions of Atoms podcast. I've been a high-functioning drug addict all my life. My life as a drug addict really started when I was about 19 years old. It was the beginning of a long road of addiction that I still have to this very day, some 30 years later. I used my drug of choice to help me through the difficult times in my life, to energize me, to motivate me, and to help me cope with the everyday challenges we have in life. My addiction started slowly, like most addictions. It was a slow, progressive development of dependence. I would use it to balance out my mind, to calm my thoughts, and to distract my mind away from the persistent thoughts of self-doubt and anxiousness. Work for me has always been my way of building an identity. I started work at 15 and I never stopped. I threw myself into my work as a way of escape, of finding flow, and as a mission to improve my lot in life. My addiction started when I was working at a gold mine in northwest Queensland. I just finished a painting apprenticeship that I absolutely hated with a passion. And through another painter, I scored a job in the mine through his recommendation. At 19, and having spent four and a half years working in a job I hated, I threw myself into the work, like a machine. For the first eight months of the job, it was mostly shoveling dirt under the crusher and I shoveled dirt with a vigour and energy that embarrassed the guys on the rest of the crew. The guys would tell me, slow down mate, you're making us look bad. While everyone else would take their lunch to the crib room, I would have lunch under the crusher, sitting on top of a pile of stone and dust. I would take a large water bottle that would last me through the entire shift, and I just threw myself at the never-ending stream of stones and dust spilling over from the conveyor belts. This was my first taste of my drug of choice, and I loved it. I wanted more. My addiction had started. My progression into addiction came when the mill foreman told me she had a weight bench for sale. Her boyfriend was selling it. I went and picked it up, and he gave me some tips on how to use the weights, what exercises to do, and how many reps. I took it home, and I tried a few sets, and I knew immediately that this was going to be a major part of my life moving forward. I knew instinctively that this was the secret ingredient to becoming the type of man I wanted to be. Although I didn't realize it at the time, this was my journey into an addiction that would be with me for the rest of my life. The drug of choice for me was endorphins, the dopamine rush from doing physical activities, from sweat, from pain, and from the burn of lactic acid in the muscles. I did not know exactly why, but I knew that after I did a workout or worked physically hard, I felt amazing. Sure, over time and with the knowledge and information available online and a boom in the fitness industry, I'm fully aware now of the science behind exercise and the brain boosting chemicals we get from it. I'm grateful for this knowledge and I would not have had the successes in my life without the benefits of these endorphins. These days, I like to trail run as much as I can. 
because it also gets me into nature and allows me to discover wonder. I've never really tried any other drugs apart from a couple of joints when I was 15 or 16. For me, stumbling over the secret life hack of going for a run or going to the gym to produce my own endorphins when I am feeling down has been one of the single most beneficial aspects to help my growth, both professionally and personally. Okay, so moving on. You may recall from our previous episode, we talked about wanting to explore the Taoist religion as a further deepening of our knowledge on the realities of our human connection through time and through geography. So in this episode, I want to explore both Taoism and Confucianism. Even though their peak is long gone, these teachings remain profoundly influential even today, with each having a common philosophical background grounded by connection to nature, albeit from different angles. It is clear why elements of this ancient wisdom remain a part of Chinese culture. It is probably a mistake to call Confucianism and Taoism a religion, as it's more of a philosophy or a way of living rather than a religion, as we would traditionally know it. Much the same as the Stoics movement from Marcus Aurelius, they prescribe a philosophy of conduct for living a moral life as a pathway to happiness. With over 8.7 million Taoists and 6.1 million Confucians mainly situated in China and Taiwan, Confucianism and Taoism are two of the most significant religions that have ever been practiced in Chinese history, with Buddhism being introduced later. Confucianism was founded by the Chinese philosopher Confucius in the 6th century BCE. According to Confucian philosophy, the universe began with a state of chaos that gradually evolved into an ordered system of different parts working together. Man was created from this connection among the atoms of nature, and connection between man and nature is made possible through morality and social customs. Confucianism scriptures are the five classics, which include the Yi Ching, the classic of poetry, the classic of history, and the Analects of Confucius. The Analects are a source of sayings of Confucius. These sayings of Confucius have been used in pop culture in the West, in movies when depicting Chinese people or Chinese philosophy. Confucianism is focused as much on rituals and social customs as it is on spiritual understanding. These were written by Confucius to provide guidelines for moral behavior and social interaction. Taoism was founded by Lao Tzu in the 6th century BCE, and its main written documents are the Tao Te Ching, the Yi Ching, the Chuang Tzu, and the Le Tzu. These were written by Lao Tzu and his disciple Zhuangzi. Taoism emphasizes connection with nature, the balance of yin and yang, and acceptance of the flow of life. It views the universe as an energy field that has always existed. It is beyond time and beyond space, yet still connected to everything in it. Man was created when this connection between atoms split apart. Connection between man and nature is forged through a harmonious relationship with one's environment. Taoists' belief focus on 
personal spiritual development through meditation and contemplation rather than strict rituals or moral codes. Confucianism and Taoism offer different perspectives on how connection between man and nature is achieved. Confucianism stresses order within society, while Taoism emphasizes harmony with nature. This religion is heavily focused on connection with nature, and this can be achieved through meditation and contemplation. According to Taoist beliefs, connection is achieved by unifying oneself with the natural world around them. Taoism views the universe not as an ordered system of parts working together, but as a whole made up of atoms that interact with each other in harmony. Man was created from these same atoms, creating a connection between man and nature that is seen as being spiritual. The practices and beliefs associated with these two religions have been influencing Chinese culture for centuries, making them an integral part of Chinese history. Confucianism taught respect for elders and superiors, while Taoism focused on connection with nature and inner peace, but both religions stressed the importance of balance between yin and yang, guiding followers to seek harmony in their life. This is probably the most iconic concept from this ancient wisdom, yin and yang, which can be seen as two complementary forces that symbolize two opposing yet interdependent aspects of reality. While yin is associated with dark, female and water, Yang is associated with light, male, and fire. Both forces are in constant state of transformation as they move between one another. The idea behind this concept is to emphasize the importance of balance. For everything, there must be an opposite or else nothing would exist. As such, it is important to note that yin and yang are never completely separate as they are always intertwined. They are also not to be considered absolute opposites, but rather complementary, like black and white, hot and cold, night and day. This concept of balance extends beyond just yin and yang, but is deeply ingrained in Chinese philosophy as a whole. Yin and yang both embody the different aspects of life. However, for the most part, they are considered two halves that make up one entity a representation of duality in nature. The Taoists believe that by understanding this concept, we can begin to appreciate how all living things are connected, leading to harmony and peace within ourselves and with others. Ultimately, it is important to remember that yin and yang exist in everything around us, including our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions. So striving for balance should be an ongoing journey towards self-improvement. According to Taoist philosophy, connection began when chaos spontaneously gave rise to a unified field from which all existed things emerged, including man. The connection between man and nature comes from understanding that the universe is made up of yin and yang opposites, working together in balance and harmony. Taoist connection with nature comes from a reverence for the Tao an undefinable energy field that connects all things. Man was created as part of this connection between atoms and connection with others can be achieved through wu-wei, non-action, or by living in harmony with the natural order of things. Whereas practitioners of Confucianism focus on self-discipline, the observance of rituals and respect for authority, they also emphasize the importance of education in order to cultivate connection with nature. The main text of Confucianism 
the Analects of Confucius includes teachings such as we should treat others with humanity and justice and a gentleman is not a tool. Taoism takes a more mystical approach to connection than Confucianism, viewing connection as an inherent force that exists in all things. Taoism scriptures like the Tao Te Ching emphasize connection with nature through letting go of attachment and living in harmony with the patterns of the universe. Taoist practices involve meditation, physical exercises such as Tai Chi, and dietary habits. Connection is viewed as universal. Practitioners are thought to be connected not only to each other, but to all things in the universe, such as animals, plants, and minerals. The main teachings of Taoism focus on balance and moderation in life, including that concept that we mentioned of Wu Wei or non-action. I love this concept in Taoism to focus on cultivating connection through meditation and inner exploration. This view of connection as a balance between our inner and outer worlds and connection is seen as something that doesn't need to be imposed on others, but rather comes naturally when one reflects within. It really resonates with me, this, this concept. Practitioners of Taoism focus on living in alignment with nature, cultivating connection with the outside world through physical and metaphysical practices. They emphasize living a simple life and connecting to the spiritual realm through meditation. This religion views connection as something that comes from within rather than being something imposed externally. Unlike Confucianism, which sees connection as something done at a conscious level, Taoism believes connection should be experienced on a subconscious level. According to Taoism, the connection with the universe began when an energy called qi spread out across the cosmic void and formed atoms and molecules. In Confucianism, it is believed that the universe was formed through sound and vibration. The ancient Chinese sages taught that atoms were created through the vibration of heaven and earth, which gave them life. According to Confucius' teachings, man was made from these same atoms, therefore we have a connection with all things that exist in nature. This connection is thought to be one of balance. What affects one element of nature affects us all. Taoists believe that all things in the universe are interconnected through a single force or energy called qi. This connection means that humans must work in harmony with the laws of nature to be in balance. The founder of Taoism, Lao Tzu, taught that connection is enhanced by living simply and embracing one's authentic self. Confucianism is more focused on following social customs and norms, while Taoism is focused on one's inner path. In terms of beliefs, Confucianism focuses on respect for authority figures, while Taoism emphasizes spiritual connection with nature. Confucianism has a focus on ethics and morality, while Taoism emphasizes spiritual cultivation and meditation. Historically, Confucianism has been seen as more formal religion, while Taoism is often seen as a more flexible and open interpretation. Confucianism and Taoism have their own rituals and social customs that have been practiced for centuries. Confucius taught that Family devotion was the basis of morality, emphasizing respect for elders and ancestors by performing ceremonies to honor them. These rituals can include food offerings, incense, 
burning, or even a prayer ceremony. In addition, Confucianism stresses that the importance of harmony between people through proper etiquette, such as bowing to one another and addressing others in a formal language. Other social customs promoted by Confucius include education, generosity, self-reflection and justice, all of which are meant to cultivate personal character while fostering social order. Taoism has different rituals and customs, with meditation being most important practice. Taoists meditate in order to reach a higher state of consciousness and become more aware of their own inner self, as well as their connection to nature. They also practice fasting or abstaining from food and physical activities at certain times in order to cleanse their body and mind. Other social customs practiced by Taoists include engaging in martial arts, seeking out places of natural beauty for reflection, learning Tai Chi, an ancient Chinese martial art, and reading Taoist texts such as the I Ching. All of these activities are meant to help cultivate one's spiritual path towards harmony and balance with nature. Conflict relating to Confucianism and Taoism has been very minimal in comparison to other religion-based conflicts. This suggests that connection is valued greatly amongst the followers of these two religious practices and their respect for life and connection with nature continues to affect the way Chinese culture interacts with its environment today. That's a key difference I see between Western religion and Middle Eastern religion. Middle Eastern and Western religions seem to me to be based on an adversarial relationship with a doctrine of monotheism, meaning there is only one God. This has led to an adversarial culture, endemic violence, and a history of religious colonization around the world. While Abrahamic religions have polarized the world into good and bad, infidels and believers, Confucianism and Taoism teach us about connection between all living beings. It is a connection that transcends beyond just humans and can help us better understand how we are connected to our surroundings. Respect for connection between man and nature and all living things is an, is an essential part of these two religions, as well as an important aspect of Chinese society today. Through understanding these concepts, we can work towards creating a balance in our lives and relationships with one another, as well as the environment. These two religions provide a valuable insight into the importance of connection with nature in Chinese society. By exploring their respective teachings, we can gain a better understanding of how this connection affects our lives and the world around us. So we always end with what this means for me. In my mind, particularly in relation to the current situation around the world, we've explored various religions. We're not a religious podcast. We're not really into talking about religion. I have personally borrowed a lot of these philosophies for living my life and how I conduct my life from numerous parts of these religious beliefs. And there is value in it in terms of setting a framework for living your life and living as part of society. There is a lot of problems there associated with this, but and I think if we have an open mind and we can think about different cultures and their beliefs and the similarities between them and the fundamental objectives for these beliefs, then we have a better opportunity to fight against 
the divisiveness that we've experienced and to educate people on this generational hatred. We've just come off the back of a pandemic and if we look at how we behaved during that pandemic and how we've come out of the end of that pandemic, we can see that the future is pretty dark unless more of us stand up and more of us start to learn about our neighbours, the people we share this planet with and start to get a more connected mindset. Our objective here at Billions of Atoms is to promote thought, is to promote understanding, promote peace and love and connection between mankind. So for me, during the research into the Abrahamic religions, the Hindu and Buddhism, the Taoism and the Confucianism, there is by far overwhelmingly more in common with these beliefs than there is that separate them. And I personally think that it's mankind who's corrupted these beliefs. We've become so greedy and self-interested and independent and isolated through globalism, through greed and power. And, And I think it's about time for us as human beings to take back some of that to reclaim our humanity. And our hope is that this episode may inspire more of us to reject the hatred, reject the divisiveness, and as the Taoism and Confucianism would say, to balance the world with a little bit more love and peace to offer as part of that process of yin and yang. I do hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Billions of Atoms podcast. Don't forget, Go to our YouTube channel uh, or our website, Facebook or Instagram, and just drop us a note. It's really good to, to hear from our audience. Reach out and drop us some ideas or, or your thoughts on our messaging. So remember, I am part of you and you are part of me and we are part of everyone and everything. <laughs>